you came out tonight early, aggressive. What was different for you tonight in terms of just setting the tone with your game in this game? Ball. 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 This is Orange Ball Juice, the show where I make my two teenage sons co-host a basketball podcast with me so they can tell their dad what to think about the NBA and hopefully help me win my fantasy pool. So, without further ado... Ball. Welcome to Orange Ball Juice, always fresh, never toxic, family-friendly b-ball blabber. My name is Brooks, and as always, I'm joined by my two household NBA analysts, my teenage sons, Spency G and Marky Man. How you doing, Spency? Pretty good. And Marky Man, how you doing? I'm doing good. Great. All right. Well, it's Monday, May 22nd, 2023, and I want to uh, get down to brass tacks about the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? All right. So we are three games deep into the Eastern Conference playoffs and the Western Conference playoffs. And so I want to start with the East and Spency, could anyone predict where we'd be at right now? And tell us where are we at in the Eastern conference finals playoffs three games in? Yeah. Uh, well the heater up three to zip, um, is pretty remarkable. I think it's some of the best team basketball I've ever watched. Um, it's pretty amazing. Uh, the Celtics are floundering, Seems like their chemistry is kind of just non-existent. Um, yeah, the Heater is playing amazing. Um, yeah, but like game one, it was looking like we had a good matchup um, for most of the game. It seemed like it it was foreshadowing a good series. Um, yeah, the final score of that yeah. game was uh, 123-116 for Miami. So only a seven-point difference. Yeah. Because the Heat actually, they had a pretty slow start in the first half of the game. And then they in the third, they scored, I think, 46 points, which is a right. franchise record. Um, and then they just secured it in the fourth quarter. They just, like, maintained that lead. And uh, Jimmy Butler had 20 in the second half out of 35. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, they just completely saved the game. Um yeah, I think that Miami was down by nine at the half, and as you say, yes. they scored they they scored forty six in the third quarter, and I believe uh, Boston only had twenty five mm-hmm. in that quarter. So, and and apparently, um, from what I recall, Missoula didn't call any timeouts in Q three. So no, it's, it seems weird. Like he has got a weird philosophy with. I well, from what I heard is that he doesn't have a philosophy. Is that right. he just lets them play. Yeah, and it, honestly, I'm kind of like, maybe he doesn't know how to coach because he, <laughs> yeah, because what was the name, Ime Odoku or whatever? Oh, oh right, that was fired, fired right? Um, yeah. and so he was just kind of given the job because he was the assistant. Um, but obviously, the Celtics were playing well, yeah, and so, I mean, you would assume that means that he's doing a good job coaching, but they're just such a great combination of. Uh, players that I think maybe he kind of just there's a chance he's not a very good coach and now that the Celtics are facing teams that can actually play them and compete with them yeah it's kind of showing but it I mean it's wild the point is like they got they made it through yeah two they rounds made it of playoffs through. but it, yeah they, it, it does seem that in those earlier rounds even like they they had a tendency to just lay an egg mm-hmm. and then they could overcome it because for they have obviously tons of talent and tons yeah. of depth. Um, that goes without saying, but it does seem that yeah, facing a team that actually has is really disciplined. It would yeah. seem, and and you know, um, Gabe Vincent, uh, Max Struess, uh, Caleb Martin, and Lowry all had 15 points mm-hmm. in that in that game one. So, um, and that's with Bam scoring 20 and, and yeah. uh, Jimmy scoring 35. Um, it seems. And Tatum was the top performer. He had 30 points, seven rebounds, uh, and an assist and a block. But he didn't take a shot in the fourth quarter in that game. Like, 
What do you mean? Like, wh- yeah. I don't even understand. I don't understand what's going on. Anyway, let's move on to talking about um, game two. Another uh, Miami victory, as we all know. So what happened there? Um, Like, this was still kind of a bit of a similar game. 111 to 105 for the Heat. Mm-hmm. And, like, here's the thing again. They were, the Heat were down. It was, like, reasonably close. And in the uh, fourth, they were down by nine. Mm-hmm. And then the Heat went on a 23 to nine run. Right. To just seal the game. Like at like right at the end, yeah. And Boston was up by twelve yeah. early in the fourth. In the fourth, okay, yeah. yeah. And so once again, the Celtics were playing well. They were playing with consistency, and then they just like gave up. They were yeah. they did not match the Heat's energy. And and Tatum again, zero for three uh, for shooting yeah. in the fourth, and committed two turnovers. So yeah. he's kind of disappearing, like. Marky man, what do you, what's wrong with Tatum? Um, I think he just doesn't really want the ball. It, it seems like I mean it. It's it kind of showed like throughout the season because he 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 was like a player that like Jalen Brown would like take over for um a quarter, and then Tatum would just stand on the wing, and even when he scores two, a lot of the time it's just like a step back three pointer, or he'll drive. But he doesn't seem to like hold the ball for more than like ten seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah, I find, and it's really been obvious. It's really become pronounced in this series. But sometimes watching Boston, like it's hard to, and maybe this speaks to what you were saying, uh, Spency. But I don't want. I want to know what you think, uh, Marky Man. Like, I don't. When I'm watching them, especially on offense, I'm like, what's the plan? Like what are they like? What is their? What are well, they actually plant? What are they doing? They don't have like I saw. I think it might have been the coach who said this, or it might have been been Tatum. I, I they said they don't yeah. have an actual set offense. <laughs> yeah. They just like like uh, maybe it was like I think it might have been like Brogdon or something. He said like ninety percent of the offense is just whatever, and ten percent is set. So just I, and they can do that because they're so skilled. But sure. I. It, I don't think it just it, it works a lot of the time in the playoffs and stuff. Well, it seems like it's not working against Miami, but it and it feels insane when every I mean Jason Tatum is you know who was in the MVP conversation beginning of the year had a great regular season, mm-hmm. and then you're just when you're watching an offense like a half court offense and he doesn't have the ball, like he's not even he's yeah. barely getting the ball and he doesn't seem he's not calling for it either. I'm mm-hmm. I, like what? Okay, well then is it Jalen? Is it does that mean Jalen Brown, the offense is going to run through him? Like, I don't know enough about, honestly, I don't know enough about how uh, basketball offenses even work overall. But yeah, I mean, if it's not, if it's just a free for all out there, like. Yeah, that, that can't fly. But they, and, they made it to, they also made but it that's, to the finals I know, last but, year. Like, well, so something. But they had, they had a different coach. Yeah. They had a strong coach. Right. And so they're just being hands off with they're coaching. Just being hands, yeah. And which then just is, letting them figure exactly. it out. Which. That's yeah. what it works in the regular season because the intensity is much lower. And I mean, for the majority of the games they're playing, they're playing teams that are less talented, like obviously just with star power. But when you get to the playoffs, and I think specifically, I mean, they played who'd they play? They played the Heat and then they played the Sixers. I mean, the or, not Heat. Um, or or who are you talking about? Hawks. Yeah. Um, and the Hawks, like, they the Celtics did the same thing, yeah. except the Heat just or the Hawks aren't as good because yeah. they gave up two games. That was a six game series because yeah. the Celtics just like threw away two games. Yeah, and one of them and the Hawks beat them at home in that one elimination yeah. game too. And then with the Sixers, I think they got a little lucky. They definitely played better, but the Sixers also seemed to kind of be struggling yeah. um, with chemistry and with inconsistency. Definitely. So. I think and Embiid. I think I don't know. He had he, he potentially was maybe potentially injured. injured. Like uh, his injury might have been worse than we know. Yeah, hard to say. Which is obviously a huge factor. Um, yeah, but if you remember, you can still see a glimpse glimpses in that series where they lost the game and Embiid was out. Yeah, that's right. At home, right? Yeah. Well, that's right. Well, because Harden won that first game. Yeah. Just went on a tear. I think the difference, like I think it's something you brought up in another episode, is like Miami. 
feel like the, the two, you know, and Denver too, are probably the only teams and the most successful teams so far in the playoffs. Like they haven't had like a real stinker of a mm-hmm. game in the playoffs, either of them. You know, Miami, they seem to be disciplined and they seem to be getting the most out of their players, including their star yeah. players. Like Jimmy and Bam have been playing amazing, which you need, but also the role players. Like I just said, game yeah. one, like, you know, Lowry, uh, Caleb Martin, Max Drews, and Gabe Vincent all score 15. Um, game two, we've got Caleb Martin um, scoring 25 points. Yeah. And let's remember, four of the guys, regular rotation players on that team are undrafted players. So yeah. the Comet, obviously, the that team is well managed, too. Oh, 100%. To, they could find talent that was going to come in handy. So they must be judging them by different metrics. They're like, yeah, these guys mm-hmm. are not the kind of guys they're going to light it up. But they saw value in these players. And now, like, let's let's just talk about Game 3 because the top performer of Game 3 was one of these guys. Exactly. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe Vinson. Mitchell Robinson, Max Drews, Caleb Martin, and Gabe Vinson are all undrafted players. Yeah. And they've all been major contributors to this this heat team so in game three which was just uh last night first game of the series in miami boston's got their backs against the wall so what happened that game boston was just destroyed like there was no point in that game where i thought the celtics had a chance they had one comeback sort of where they brought it from like 20 back to 12 yeah, yeah. And then, guess what? The Heat just hit, like, a disgusting three and just shut down all momentum. Yeah. And, like, that was, honestly, that game was potentially the best team performance I've ever watched. That was insane. Yeah. Like, perfect. It was just absolutely perfect. And Jimmy didn't even have to go that crazy. Yeah. they It was perfect because he drew in defenders and a lot of attention was focused on him, but then he would just make a perfect pass to one of the role players who would get it done. Yeah. Right? Like, it was seriously, like, the best team basketball I've seen. Well, considering that Tatum was the top performer with 14 points, granted, the double-double, <laughs> yeah. 10 rebounds, um, you know, two two steals, and uh, or two assists and two steals, I mean, great, but... You know, Jalen Brown had 12 points. Like they were, sh- the, the shooting was terrible. It was so for Boston. bad. That that was when I was like, this coach needs to go. That yeah. was the worst yeah. offense I've ever seen. There was no plans. There was nothing. It was like someone's going to get the ball, the shot clock's going to run out, and someone's just going to put up yeah, a contested was, three. Well, they were just to, uh, and okay, so again bench like and now we got Gabe Vincent with 29 points yeah you know two rebounds three assists uh, a steal and a block I I think probably career high for him um, yeah and uh, you know again and Caleb Martin had 18 points you know Bam only scored 13 and 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 Jimmy only scored 16 mm-hmm. but uh, this is coming off the game like where, where you know there is that matchup between Grant Williams and Jimmy Butler and they got the double yeah. technicals and they're in each other's face and Reggie yeah. Miller says oh don't poke the bear now you got you know now you got Butler all fired up and whatever and then he changed this too by we were listening by the, the by game three listening to it I was just listening to it in the car Reggie Miller saying like well, maybe you should do that again because at least he was doing something because it doesn't even seem like like mm-hmm. all they did like in the early part of that game was complain about the refing. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, the second game, you know, Reggie Miller saying or the third game, Reggie Miller saying, well, maybe they need to start like doing something because they're not nobody's doing anything. So, I mean, yeah, I have a ridiculous stat okay. in that game. The heat had one offensive rebound. Whoa. And the Celtics had 21. Weird. And total rebounds, the Celtics had 57. The Heat had 35. Right. The Celtics had their chances. And they just couldn't drink. And they couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, how, like, how, okay, Marky Man, I'll put this to you. Like, how can you even account for, like, I'll just break it down for you. So, um, Field goal percentage, Miami last night, 46 of 81, 57 versus 39 for 98 for Boston, 40%. Like, what accounts for this major turnaround in Miami's shooting 
and the tanking of Boston shooting? Um, I think I think it's part of yeah, like the Celtics didn't have any way to create space because the Heat obviously like they're they're a whole different team defensively too um, in the playoffs, and I obviously yeah, I think the Celtics were stunned by it because normally like in the regular season like Tatum like it's it's more free it's it's less of like I need to make an like I need to make a decision now um so I think the Celtics were like didn't know what to do with that because of decision making uh, partly of how not having a set play it becomes like way more difficult to get an open shot and to get like anything mm-hmm. and um I think the heat for them, like there's just something about that they have where like they can just, I don't even know. Like it's so hard to say what it is, but every role player, they're just like the most playoff ready team. than yeah, then like yeah. it's in a long time. Like it's insane. Well, I spent, they, and they, even in their playing game, they were down and they had to have a crazy rally mm-hmm. to like come back, I, I guess over uh, the bulls. Is that who it was? Um, I mean, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. in my, might have been yeah. but, but it was like a fourth quarter rally to win that game yeah like they just they know how to close out games and they don't get scared when they're down no it's like because it's also that thing where no one even now like what you showed me that stat where it was like the mm-hmm. they were only given 26 percent or something chance of winning after being up I, two yeah, games I think it was, or something yeah 33 percent or something of so, winning the series went up by two yeah and on the road they won two games on, on the, the road. road yeah and like totally f- frustrating the celtics and then yeah just to finish this off too like okay so the the, the celtics shot 26 percent from three on 11 for 42 mm-hmm. shooting um in last night's game and Miami were 54% on 19th for 35. And then they were basically pretty even in in free throws, but like Boston wasn't getting to the line that much. And, um, you know, it's just Miami just makes, they're just getting the most out of their guys. Like, yeah, I don't understand. Like I don't, again, I don't understand how a team like Boston can even function how could they uh, when they it doesn't seem like they have a plan I, and you're saying coaching they're not running set plays okay but you know if you watch any team pretty much yeah. usually you're like okay even watching denver you're like all right sure there's variation but you understand more or less what their philosophy is on yeah. offense like you more or less you're yeah. like okay i see what they're doing the majority of the time with boston i'm like they, you remember Game Seven against Philly? Tatum scored fifty-one points. Like, why? Yeah. Why is the I, offense just going through him? I don't yeah, get it. I, it just. I think that they, Missoula. It seems like he tried to be different by mm-hmm. being a more hands-off coach because he was like, "I have the talent here, and they've been successful this season. I'm just going to let them decide how things go." Yeah, and that works great when the best player wants to facilitate the offenses and, and is having a good night mm-hmm. because when Tatum's playing well, everyone else is also kind of lifted up because Tatum's going to draw on the defense. There's going to be an open guy. Yeah. But if Tatum and even Jalen Brown don't want the ball, it's not even about set plays. I think it's more about like just playing as a team. You need to know how to do that. You need to like, I don't, they don't set scores greens and they don't roll to the basket well yeah their center camps in the corner al horford like camps in the corner for a three-point shot every single time on offense yeah and i think the hands-off thing could work in some situations but you need i think you need a team leader for that i don't think tatum is like telling everybody what to do and walking up the court pointing at people like i don't think he's doing that and maybe Mark, that's Marcus Smart's job, but like, I don't see that there's a full leader on the team. And if, if that, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's. No. And yeah, I don't, it almost feels like this is how the Celtics should have been playing five years ago when Tatum and Brown were younger players. 
They're still super young. Though. They are super young, but they've been to the playoffs every single year. Yeah. At this point, they should know how the playoffs work. Yeah. And so I, I don't think you can say that they're not playoff experience because they 100% are. So I think in that sense, it feels like I'm watching a team that's never been to the playoffs before and can't handle that yeah. style of play. Well, it's almost like, I mean, the, you, you, I think we've seen this in other sports. I've certainly seen it in hockey and, and other sports where the team that everyone agrees is more talented can get away with, you know, get away with mistakes or getting away yes. with mailing it in more. Whereas they come up against like, let's, let's not forget. Like, I think we have to give Jimmy Butler his due. Like he's proving that he is like one of the greats and certainly one of the yeah. great clutch players. And they are sort of thinking, Oh, well on paper, we're better. Maybe like we can afford, we can win with even having a bad game or something like that. Or we can, we can, uh, Oh yeah, we dropped. We had a soft one, but we'll make yeah. it up in the next one. Or we're not going to lose two in a row. And maybe that works in the regular season, but it's not work. Like a, a team like Miami, exactly. who would like they're like they're so happy to be there, and they're like we can make something happen, and we're disciplined, yeah. and we're just going to go. You know, what do you see happening, uh, Marky Man, in terms of uh, like I, I, we're, let's just assume Boston's going to lose this series. Like, are we seeing a, a coaching change, personnel change? What do you think is going to happen? Um, I think. There's going to be coaching change for sure. Um, it's I don't think there's going to be much uh, change when it comes to players. I think they're probably just going to ride with the same team. Except the one thing is like Horford's getting old. Yeah. And it could be like a situation with the Raptors is guys are getting old like, and they're running out of time. Like even just role players, not even the best players. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, but uh, it kind of seems like Jalen Brown maybe has one foot out the door. That's what I kind of get the sense. Something. I don't. I I don't know. I mean, it's because like they're such so good of a team. They should have already won a championship by now, yeah. and I think they 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 should win a championship. They should be winning, yeah, a championship next year. Like, like I uh, I think, but this changes the, things. Like because it's not just about skill levels and being yeah. able to win. It's about if you are going to lose in four or five games to a, the eighth seed as a number two seed, then you have culture problems. Exactly. Like, if I you're think, talented and you can't... Exactly. That's, well, there's going to be coaching. Yeah, it has to be real. coaching, and it has to, maybe it has to be... Like, it could be... Like, and people have said it, that Tatum and Jalen Brown are maybe not compatible. Like, maybe they just... It just... It seems like they, they are... Like, I think it comes down to... I I almost... To be honest, most of the times where this kind of thing happens, I actually don't even think it's the coaching. And I think that the coach is usually the scapegoat. But in this situation, I think that it's coaching and a loss of confidence and a lack of leaders on the mm -hmm. team. And I like, honestly, if they can get a more classical, classic coach, I yeah. think that they could really be better. Um, that's why I think that the greatest teams of all time are not super teams for a reason. Even I'd say like the 96 Bulls, it's like they had a perfect formula, right? Yeah. Like they had MJ running things and then they, it's almost like Scotty was like a backup and then Rodman would get every rebound. They had like the perfect formula and the heat. That's why I'm like, it's all about trust. Yeah. Jimmy is clearly yeah. the best player on the floor, but he trusts every player beside him. So if yeah, exactly. he can't convert something on a play, he knows mm -hmm. he's got four other guys he can turn to. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what... And I think like life. you see when the superstar player is also at the same time, like the most visibly competitive, I think you have a chance to win because it mm -hmm. creates that culture of like nothing less than all out. Yeah. You have certain guys that, and that's fine. Like not, all, not everybody is like that. Like their personality is not necessarily like that. You know, like some guys just don't have that personality of like, I'm crazy and I have to win or I'm going to die kind of that like do or die mentality. Some guys have and some, and some sometimes a bench guy has that and that's great exactly. for your locker room and that's great. You need that you need energy. That. But sometimes you have a superstar player who just their vibe is that they're too cool for school, but they drop 40 points. Like, well, so exactly. just like, that's I, why, that's I, why I think, I think like, I think the ahead. problem is, yeah. I think the problem is like Jalen Breen, or Jalen Brown and Tatum, they don't really play off of each other. They take turns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Jalen Breen will walk down the court like five times in a row and shoot like a fadeaway mid range. And then it'll be Tatum, but they don't like they don't really. I don't, I don't see them passing to each no, other. They don't work. The only time they pass yeah. is when one of them tries to do like a combo, but then gets like clamped up before yeah. they can get a shot, yeah. and then they'll kick it out to the other guy to try his thing. And also, yeah, yeah I think what could what it could actually help them is if they like lose a player, like they get rid of a player, like one of the better players, just because I feel like it's they need they they feel like they're too good and they have too many options. Mm-hmm. And maybe it would like spark something in Tatum, where like yeah. him going like I need to take over this game because we're not like yeah. maybe it's a problem of like I I trust my teammates too much, or it's like yeah. they, we we have too many good players. I don't even need to be touching the ball all the yeah. time. It's you know yeah. what I mean you have to like trust the way the team functions, and not just trust that one guy can just mm-hmm. like. Yeah, win but a even, possession. Sure, but even even if you look at again, it's that whole idea of leadership. Like, even though he's diminished, and even though you know they're da- they're also down three zero. Like, LeBron James is clearly the team leader, mm-hmm. right? So he even when he has the ball, like it's understood that he's kind of the field marshal out there, and he's kind mm-hmm. of like, hey, let's set up. He's not looking to score necessarily the whole yeah. time. He'll take an open look if it's there for him or whatever. But the point is. There's a, there's like a plan, and he's kind of like the one setting the plan. And I think mm-hmm. obviously, it's it they're overachieving. Everybody's we you know they have these yeah. the great talents. Now they finally are running into a team that's just straight up better than them. But yes. at least you feel like you're like okay, I see what the yes. Lakers are about. I see what they're trying to do. But when I watch yeah. the Boston, I I sometimes I'm like I don't even know what they're what they're trying to do. Yeah. And maybe they're not trying to do anything. Yeah. That's, I, and they're yeah. like, it seems like they've given up on the series. It does. Like, it feels like I have more respect for the Lakers because it doesn't, it seems like they are really trying. They're really trying, yeah. except they are just getting outplayed Yeah, because they're less talented and they're older and, and their role players are also role, like, they aren't, aren't as good. Like they're not as good. Yeah. It's like, and that team exactly. was also like kind of assembled trade deadline. So yeah. they're, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. That's anyway, well, speaking of that. Uh, okay. So why don't we just do this yeah. first though? Like, okay, <laughs> you guys, I will, I'll tell you what you had. You had, um, you had predicted, um, Spencer, you'd predicted Boston and seven in this series. And you also predicted Boston and seven at the beginning of the series. Um, uh, Marky man. So, uh, and I actually think that was after, Oh, no, maybe not. It wasn't because we recorded last Sunday and there hadn't been a game yet. I think the first game was Tuesday or something. Uh, the first, sorry, the first game was Wednesday. So not surprising. I, I no one, no one was predicting mm-hmm. this outcome. No one would have said, I guarantee like somebody out there probably has already made tons of money on just threw a bunch of money at, you know, Miami's going to win the first three, but no one, really anybody in the basketball world I, I think predicted yeah. this they thought that finally Miami had probably run into their uh including me like I including everyone yeah. like including us so at this point Marky man what like what, what what's the is it are they going to run the tables are Miami going to win the next game are they going to sweep them is it going to be a so-called gentleman's sweep of five games what do you see happening is Boston going to play for pride just to be like we gotta we gotta like prove that we're not absolute dogs here I mean, I don't. I see the sweep happening. I don't yeah. see the Celtics like, because I mean, no matter what, even if they lose in five, like, coach just, is getting fired. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do about at this point unless they make some sort of push and push it to game seven or something. Yeah, which has only happened like five times. Yeah. So I mean, no, I think it's gonna be just a straight yeah. sweep. I, I see a sweep happening too. I think it's like the same thing. It's like. At the start of the series, I thought it was going to go to seven, and then it yeah. seemed like everyone, even when they were up two out, they were like, "I still think the Celtics are going to win." Yeah. But like, can we argue with the fact that no. the Heat have tr- like? I think I think the most shocking thing was Game Three. I think I no think one, I was like no one, oh, yeah, like because at, at the very least, I think people thought the the Celtics are going to play for pride and are going to show up, and just to be like totally dismantled and demoralized yeah. to the point where Missoula in his post-game press conference in game three is like, 
He admitted there's a chemistry problem. I think he's kind of like, oh, I got, I'm, I'm done. Like, I think he knows he's cooked. I think the team knows he's cooked. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not gonna. If any team is gonna be this history making, the first team ever to come down from back from three zero, it ain't gonna be them. No, like they don't got Yeah, it. it's so. So it's yeah. even if they pushed it to seven and lost, the story will still be way to go, dummies. Like you proved that you actually are the better team, but it was too little, too late. Yeah. So you still had all the things we said about you are all still true. Like you didn't show up when you needed to, you lost your first two games at home. You gave yourself the hardest path and you failed. So that's still not good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Um, so let's talk about, um, the other series, which, uh, is Denver. So again, we're, we're three games deep. So Marky man, where are we at in the series right now? Um, the Nuggets are leading three Oh, um, I don't have any hope for the Lakers. I mean, yeah. I I would think they if someone's gonna come back from a three zero, it would be the Lakers. Definitely more than the Celtics for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I don't. That's not gonna happen. So yeah. Um, game one, the Lakers were down at the half. They were still down in the third. Not by they they made a little push. But yeah. in the fourth, they made a much bigger push. They held it. They were close. But then <clears throat> yeah. Denver hit like dagger after dagger almost. LeBron yeah. just completely almost like sold the game for the Lakers. Like, well, oh, not almost. Was, he was did. that game one with a missed dunk okay. and all yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. And like he just, he went up for a layup, just missed it. Yeah. And yeah. it was like a breakaway. Yeah. It was just. It was brutal. LeBron was making me very frustrated. Yeah, he did seem to single-handedly yeah. sell he, that game. He, he was like zero for six from three, and I mean, he still had. Yeah, he still had. Um, yeah, uh, twenty-six points, twelve rebounds, and yeah, yeah, he almost yeah. had a triple double, twelve rebounds, nine assists. Yeah. But and like, it doesn't tell the story because no, I guess, because yeah, he just like he was He's, almost borderline a liability. In the last three minutes of the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Over four from three. Yeah. It was just, it was honestly yeah. brutal. I've seen yeah. a stat where LeBron... Missed free throws too, like... Yeah, yeah. he's been bad he, from three. He can't shoot from three in the fourth. Yeah. That's that's like... That's the knock on him. Yeah, yeah but he couldn't even shoot proven. three throughout the entire game. And yeah. the Nuggets, like... I don't even think, at this point, he doesn't want to. Like, I think he has... He's going on his own history where he can rise to the challenge and he's he's clutch... Like, I think even in the game on Saturday, he hit a couple fourth quarter threes. And it was like there was a brief moment where it looked like the Lakers had life. But uh, or I can't remember if it may have been it may have been game two. I can't remember. But it didn't add up to much. Yeah. And he hasn't been. Yeah. yeah. And if the Nuggets put up a performance where six players put up more than 10 points, like Bruce Brown, yeah. 16 points, Murray, 31 points, Aaron Gordon, 12, Porter, 15 yeah, called order fifteen with ten re- yeah. rebounds too, and then Jokic has thirty four points, twenty round rebounds, fourteen assists. Yeah, and two blocks. So I yeah. mean, well, exactly. And I think what, and even though in that game, I think Jokic was, I think a few of them were in foul trouble in that late surge. A lot of people were yeah. like, "This is I, I it." Thought the, the Lakers were going to win. Lakers, are, the Lakers are it. surging. They've solved them. They've figured out what to do against them. But to Denver's credit, um, it's like. It's a yeah. bend, bend, don't break kind of thing. Mm, yeah. They're just one of, they can just weather the storm because guess what? They're better yeah. than the Warriors and they're better than yeah. the Grizzlies. And it was like, a wasted yeah. performance from 82, 40 points, 10 rebounds, yeah. three assists, three steals, two blocks. And Austin Reeves had a great game, uh, 23 yeah. points. So, yeah. and Hachimura, like yeah. Hachimura yeah. was rim running exactly. and it was like working. Well, look, and Hachimura was, was defending Jokic for a while and that looked like that was going to be a good, and then like, even LeBron was defending Jokic, I think, a couple times in this yeah. series so far. And it's like, I, the commentators are like, you're going to wear LeBron out. You can't, like, he can't do that for the night. Like, he's too old yeah. to do that. Yeah. It's like. Get the young guys on Jokic. Yeah. But like, Jokic is just such a wreck. Like, he's like a T-Rex yeah. out there. Like, he's. Yeah. I I just. Again, I think it's, the, this is something we've brought up before. And I think it's true. The Lakers, unfortunately, because of LeBron's age, but even and because of the wear and tear on AD, like the longer they get deeper in the playoffs, mm-hmm. the harder it is going to be yeah. for them to to outlast these teams. And of course, 
you know, it's not like they got some easy path where the, the Nuggets got upset early or something. Yeah. It's like now they're facing, guess what? Denver's actually for real, apparently. <laughs> you know, yeah. they That's knocked off saying. the Suns. They I, dispatched yeah. the Suns. Like, exactly. it wasn't a big deal for them to just yeah. like, be like, get out of here. That's what I was you saying know? before the playoffs. I was like, why is everyone like discrediting them? They're the one seed and they're insane. Yeah, and Murray said, even when we're up 3-0, Everybody's still talking about the Lakers. So well, exactly, and, and that and their coaches too. It's like the because that's what the league wants. Like the high, like the 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 final, the last game or the series. I think uh, against the Warriors was like the, you know, um, the highest ratings of a second round series in like twenty some odd mm-hmm. years. Like, which is huge, right? Like that's where all the yeah. that and I get it. Like the biggest stars in the league still are you know um, Curry and LeBron, and that's yeah. fine. It's just. And of course, like, like Jokic is just not the kind of guy that has like a big razzle dazzle personality. Mm -hmm. And like, he's just not, even though he was the MVP and maybe the fact that he didn't win the MVP this year, he's like, okay, great. (laughs) Thanks. I don't even want to talk about that. I just want to win the championship. And, uh, what do you know? Embiid's bye. Goodbye Embiid. And they're on the brink. So, and I truly, I will say this now. I truly think that if it does come down to Denver, which it almost certainly is going to, Nuggets, Heat, we've all said it before, and it seems dangerous to say it, but I do think Miami may have finally hit the brick wall. Like, I don't yeah. want to count them out because, honestly, they, they have a game plan, but the Nuggets, well, their two yeah. best players are playing well. Like, Jokic has having these so-called quiet nights where he's still getting, like, triple doubles. Like, game two, 23.17 rebounds, 12 assists. <laughs> And like yeah. three, uh, uh, you know, you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I almost disagree. Yeah. I, I think the he like they're not scared of anybody. No, they're definitely and they not. take each game at a time. They never yeah. look forward yeah. or back or back. I totally agree. Like they put it all out on the table every single game. Yeah. And I don't think that but the same. The, you could say the same thing about the Nuggets, even though yeah. they're the number one seed. They have <laughs> the same kind of chip on their shoulder. In my yeah, opinion. I. Here's, I agree. I think it's going to be like it was. I think it's going to be like a, a great series push to like seven. Because I hope I, so. Yeah. Because like, if 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 it's like a close game, five point game with three minutes left, the Heat aren't losing that game. Yeah. Well, that's what's scary and about. What's all, sure. I mean, what's also scary about like the Nuggets is yeah, Murray can hit like a crazy shot to tie it. Yeah, exactly. in the fourth quarter. Well, that's and I think that's sort of the X factor, Both, which yeah. sh- Murray has proved. Like, okay, game one, 31 points. He was fighting an infection, supposedly. Yeah. Um, game two, 37 points, including 23 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, they win by five, you know. Uh, and then yeah. and then game three, he, 37. He, yeah. And then he was quiet the second half. But again, he, like, the Lakers had the Lakers on their heels because he was yeah. just hitting everything. What did he have? I think he had, like, 33 yeah. of those points yeah. in the first half. And then, yeah, 30. Murray was also, like, dishing it out in the second yeah. half, too. Like, and Jokic had the quiet game. But, yeah, exactly. So and then he started spreading the ball around. And then you got Porter with 14, yeah. 10 rebounds, 6 points. You got Brown, um, who's a huge – he's turned into a great uh, player for them. Um 15 yeah. points, f- yeah. five rebounds, five assists. And you got um, KCP with 17 points yeah. in that game. So but, suddenly I mean, they're, they got guys yeah. scoring. Um, and then, okay, we haven't we'll talked talk about, about game two. We'll talk about game two. I mean, this was the closest game. The Lakers were actually up um, the first three quarters. I mean, it was close. Yeah. It wasn't like it was absurd or anything. But the fourth quarter, I mean, yeah, LeBron – Another disappointing fourth quarter. He shot 0 for 6. Yeah. Threes. Like, yeah. He <laughs> he had 22 points, uh, 9 rebounds, 10 assists. But that's like a great stat line yeah. when you think about it. But it, it really, the fourth quarter was like terrible again. Yeah. Like yeah. he, he just like, he didn't seem to have confidence, which is like weird with LeBron. Yeah. Um, AD had a quiet game because he, he, I mean, he can't play good back to back. Yeah. 18 points. Like, and yeah. that's why I think the Lakers, why they've been successful in those first two rounds, it's to like put it yeah. all out there in game one, steal that. They need to win because I, I mentioned it, I think, to you guys before. Um, LeBron is, 
had 20 straight playoff series wins after his team wins game one. Yeah. So, like, I think that, I mean, obviously every team's strategy is to steal the first game, especially on the road. Like, that's not a mystery, but that's exactly what happened in, you know, yeah, it's happened yeah. all the way along. They need that, like, real punch, right? Yeah. Then it's almost like game two. It's like they're probably not going to win that game, yeah. you know, against, a, against like, yeah. a higher-seeded team. But now they're going home, and they're feeling good because they got mm. the split. The fact that they couldn't edge that first game out, yeah. and then they were like, no, I guess it's now it's game two. Yeah. But now it's like, now LeBron has to go. He's playing hard, like you say, through three quarters. And I think he just literally gets tired and yeah. loses his yeah. loses and it's also at like, the end of the game. I think AD might even be injured now. He might have an injured yeah. foot thing that's going on. I think I, they're I both think, they're both uh, weathering like injuries yeah. on some level for sure. Austin Reeves though is like has become like the leader of the team <laughs> totally. in the fourth quarter. Like he's like he seems like he's the most mature player out there. Yeah. It's such a weird vibe. I know. Because like he's like yeah. what, twenty two? Yeah. And he's facilitating the game and he's like the Lakers are like, let's give give him the ball. Give him the totally. ball and he hits the three every time. So yeah. it's it's like it was such a weird chemistry thing going on because it was like, yeah, LeBron almost seemed like he was like yeah, the younger one and AD or Austin Reeves. Well, it is for yeah. like, I mean, it is for that reason. If you're a LeBron, you're like, like I got to, well, it, you know, they had almost the same stat line except for the assists in game three. LeBron was 23.7 rebounds, 12 assists. Reeves was 23, seven and five, five, uh, five assists, right? No, that's uh that's game three. Game three. That's what I said. So oh, I'm yeah. just, I'm oh, just yeah. saying oh, yeah, as yeah, yeah. an example, like, yeah, well, they are looking for him for offense. He is their number three yeah. right now, like legit. D'Lo has been a straight up liability. I don't know what the I deal is. I was just about to no, talk he's, about that. He's, he's what the Lakers are minus 57 when he's on the court. Yeah. That's, and here's the thing. When D'Lo has had, I think over 10 points, they're undefeated in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. D'Angelo also minus 16 exactly. plus minus in that game. This is D low, like it's so they weird. need him yeah. because he is younger and they need him to draw yeah. like attention away from the older guys. They need him. But, if he can just yeah. get 10, he was just a brickhead. Like it was absurd. He's yeah. just, he's played so he poorly. In, he had 10 game two. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he had a couple of big games in uh, the Grizzly series. That's I why think. I think they, they need him to play well. It's he's so strange, and it's he was yeah, he he looked like he had a complete loss of confidence in this in these yeah. games. AD and him, AD was also minus ten plus minus. Austin Reeves plus thirteen, yeah, <clears throat> and he was like one of the only players who were plus. LeBron was plus four, and Schroeder was plus five. Yeah, and that was it. So uh, yeah. well, I feel like Reeves. One thing he takes care of the ball, like he doesn't give it up. Yeah, like yeah. he doesn't make he doesn't turn. Oh no, turn yeah, it over. he 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 had. He had uh, two, yeah, two turnovers. LeBron had three. AD had four. Yeah, yeah. They, I feel like, I feel like the key players at this point are almost Shrouder, Reeves, and then D'Lo in a negative way. Yeah, yeah. Shrouder. Shrouder. I mean, defense Schroeder, is yeah. what yeah. matters. Great defense. Terrible yeah. offensive yeah. game for him though. And Reeves is the only one who seems level-headed and consistent and yeah. is not like throwing in the towel at the end of the game oh no and not, not he's not he's not crumbling under pressure at all no yeah oh, it was so interesting for shooter because look 29 minutes played four points six rebounds two for nine from the field over three from three point but then you look at his plus minus he's plus five which is the second best on the team yeah because he's what yeah exactly because he's helping to shut down yeah. murray yeah. and yeah and for the nuggets the team basketball is amazing once again like yeah Jokic 23.17 rebounds 12 assists and he didn't have that great of game he only shot 9 for 21 which is not terrible but yeah yeah and then Murray yeah 37 points 10 rebounds 5 assists and like yeah Porter putting up 16 like all these guys Caldwell Pope like Brown like it's just they have so many guys and they're like passing the passing is amazing no, Jokic is yeah. borderline yeah. arguably the like the best passer in the league, or not even best passer, more of just like a floor general. Yeah, I. This is, well, it's so uh, it's because he he draws yeah. so much attention, and then he just has such great vision, right? Yeah, like you see those like weird little 
like he have the ball up like this and he, it's like he you know he's has the ball up by his head as if he's trying to like keep it away from a defender but then he can just with like a flick of the wrist just send it yeah. you know 15 feet to a guy who's yeah. like you know cutting to the basket yeah. or whatever and yeah. it just totally I, makes uh, the yeah. defense look he's, silly he's the MVP I don't care what anyone says well obviously he's showing why this can't now. they just MVP I think should be after the season <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you're, the, if you're the, definitely every MVP, almost every MVP regular season of all time would be very much different. That's ha, if, exactly if they would get it till after. Well, the actually, I don't think it was. I think it's been a trend in the last five years is that the MVPs have not gone to the conference finals. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I haven't gone to the championship. And, I mean, again, like, what happens if, and I, I, I mean, what happens if, like you know, it is Heat Nuggets, and and the Heat somehow are like the magic formula, and they totally dismantle the Nuggets. Like that's almost definitely not going to happen. But then everybody's ver- and the and Jokic kind of falls apart in that series. I think that's like it's so hard to imagine that happening. Yeah, but it's just more about like in the playoffs, he stayed the best yeah. player. Yeah, he has not stopped. Yeah, and he it's not, and he doesn't need to get to the foul line to get twenty of his fifty points. He doesn't need that. No, he yeah. and he passes like he's he is the Nuggets. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's well, amazing. His, they, it's amazing when they in the regular season. Like the stats are absurd, where it's like the plus minus for the rest of the team when he's on the floor versus not like everybody else's statistics like plummet when he's not on the floor. Mm-hmm. The difference is now and which, which is great. Like Murray kind of, you know how he was eased into their lineup during the regular season, getting over the injury. And he's at a point now, as I say, like three games in this series. Now he, ha- he's had 37 and two of the games and 31 in the in game mm-hmm. one. Like he's, and a lot of those points are clutch points. Like yeah. he's scoring at the right time for them to win. Yeah. He wants to win. I think he's just got one of those like personalities where he's like, you know, he got hurt and he, and that was at the high, like he was, I remember watching him in the bubble being like, yeah. I, I wasn't really aware of him before. Mm-hmm. And like, I, at the time I was watching much basketball, but being like, this guy's crazy. Like what's going on, you know? And sometimes he does that where he's just automatic. I don't yeah. know where he finds he, it. And he's a playoff player. I mean, game three. Yeah. Let's talk about game three. He had 37 points, 30 in the first half. And I, like I was watching, I watched the first half of that game. Yeah. I, I it was insane. Like he, he couldn't miss. He genuinely like missed maybe three times. Yeah. And he was just putting up anything. Yeah. And he, he knew it was going in. Yeah. And second well, you half. can see it. He's got that shot. It's he's got one of those shots where you're like, I think you. It looks like it's going yeah. in the second it leaves his hand. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. he's lined up. He's perfect. Yeah. Perfect form. It's going in. And yeah, he had like plus eighteen plus minus, which is like incredible. Yeah, yeah. Seven assists, six rebounds, too. So he's not. It's not like just like he's all over the place. Two steals, like one singular turnover. Yeah, and like the Lakers were just like. And to the Lakers' credit, like this, both even though both these series are three and zero now, like it's a different three and zero or zero and three for the Lakers than it is for Boston. Yeah, yeah. like the Lakers, it's way it's different. Been, it's been close, yeah. and they've just unfortunately fallen a bit short. Yeah, or there's been like a couple but they, moments. But they, that uh, the difference is they 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 seem like the team. Every player is committed to trying to win. Yes, the games. they are. Like they yeah. All, even yeah, LeBron has like. LeBron's old and they start throwing up bricks in the fourth yeah. or whatever. That's that sucks, but he's not giving up. Yeah. Like, you know, and certainly Austin Reeves and certainly even, in, and you can see it, even guys like, like Schroeder and Hachimura, like they're being really aggressive. Yeah. Trying and what I could it. see happening is like, screw all of like the, the whole team of the Lakers and LeBron just like pushes it and he scores like 45. Yeah, I yeah. could see that happening. Like, and then in he's the next like, game. and then he, his doctor's like, "Please don't yeah. do that again. Yeah. You're, yeah. you might, like, you yeah. might destroy yeah. your knees forever yeah. or whatever." And I think he does try to save it, and that's why I think in that first that first game was key. They win that first game, yeah. which they almost did. That changes the complexion yeah. of the whole yeah. series. I genuinely it's, think he's going to try and do it all in the next. It's game. It's almost well, like, especially it's at home, and they just yeah. lost their first game at home. Yeah, I, they're not losing the next game. Yeah, and I think that. Either LeBron has to be like, I'm taking over 100%, or in the fourth, he's got to like check himself and be like, yeah. we've been competing in this game. 
let's not change anything. Yeah. I won't try to win this game because I don't need to. Yeah. It's not like, it's not the Cavs and he's yeah. not young. He doesn't need to. But I don't think he, I, and I think he's smart enough to know. And we've seen it. He knows that the path to victory doesn't have to go through him uh, in terms of him producing points. Yes. I think he understands that he and his assist totals have been pretty high in all of yeah. these games. But it's also like, it's more yeah, than it's also like he just these. played 42 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah. He's left out there for so long, and it's just yeah. I think he yeah. needs to acknowledge that, like in the fourth. Yeah. Maybe, and maybe it's like, gonna maybe it's gonna be one of these game four will be one of these like Hachimura. And I Austin think it's Reeves. gotta be Reeves has to be like getting like, the ball. Reeves, Reeves, Reeves scores thirty. Like, Hachimura uh, gets twenty five off the bench and and sh- manages to mess with Jokic, gets him in foul trouble, whatever it is, something like that. But then it's like. Murray's just going to rain 40 yeah. points on them. Or it's almost yeah. like... I, what I can see happening yeah. is like Murray shooting like two for 16 and then Jokic also doing that. Yeah. I think that's like a possibility. Yeah. But, you know. We'll see. Um, all right. Well, um, that's pretty much it for... So, you know, one thing we have... Okay, so what are you guys predicting then? Like, both neither of you are predicting the sweep. You both are saying that the... No, I'm not oh, oh, that The Lakers are coming back yeah. for at least one game. So what do you what do you think? I think that the Lakers, I want to say they're going to steal two. I have a feeling that's not going to happen. Right. They'll win the next game and then they'll lose. Just so you know, Denver is 7-0 and at home, this playoffs mm-hmm. so far. 41-7 and uh, as of game, actually that stat comes from game one. So they've won, they're actually 42-7 and uh, now. Uh, I think that, I think that was combined, 42-7 and combined playoffs and regular season although I'm not sure that could just mm-hmm. be regular season it doesn't matter the point is they're the best yeah. in the league defending their home court yeah. um, so it's tough to win there like mm-hmm. they they, yeah. they don't lose there very much and they haven't yet in the playoffs and they just broke and they just broke the uh, the Lakers home winning streak too yeah, yeah. So A- absolute maximum the Lakers lose in six Lakers. That is the so best you got, case you got scenario. Denver and six. That's your prediction. I got you? Denver and five. Okay, Denver and five. Honestly, like, part of me thinks the Lakers are going to win like game five, and what I said is going to happen. But so they're going to win game four and five. You think? No, I think I, I actually, I, I think Denver could be in four. Honestly, because I'm, I'm thinking about it, like, I could definitely see the LeBron doing something, and yeah. Austin Reeves doing something, but like. The Nuggets are going to be like, let's just win this game. Oh, they want like, to win it. They want to win it in yeah. four. It's a huge... The Lakers are going to have to play perfect. And it's going to be a good game. game. I know it's definitely going to be a good game, but I think it's just going to be... I think I have Nuggets in four, honestly. I just think the Nuggets are just... Like, some Like Miami, they're just a disciplined team. You know they what are. I mean? Like, they don't get... They don't get too up. They don't get too down. They just do their thing, and they they trust that they have the talent and the ability to just come out on top if they just play well, and they manage things well. Like, you know, Jokic has gotten in foul trouble, and other players, too. Like, in that game one, they weathered that storm, and L.A. was pressing, and they just found a way to kind of be like, just calm down, go about our business, you know? And teams like that, that kind of, they don't panic. They don't, mm-hmm. you know, they, they just have a way of winning, Um and I also think, uh, unlike, unlike say Boston, where everybody's like championship or bust, everybody's like it's the Nuggets. They're probably going to collapse. They're, like everybody kind of has a low opinion of them, even though they're a number one seed because of their playoff history. Yeah. It's kind of like the Jazz when they're number one seed. Yeah, I except that. they almost deserve that. Yeah, the difference is like I think the Nuggets are kind of like people, and, and they're frustrated. They're like people. All people want to talk about are the Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. No one wants to talk about us because. Yeah, we're a small market team. We don't have the big stars the way the Lakers do. Okay, fine. We'll just win. Like that's the yeah. only thing they can do is to just calmly go about their business and win and yeah. play good basketball. They don't like no one wants to talk about them. Well, no one's going to talk about them till they're hoisting a trophy, you know? Yeah. Um and even then people will be still be talking about the Lakers. That's just the way it is with the Lakers, you know? Yeah. Like um Anyway, uh, well, why don't we uh, turn back the shot clock and Eurostep our way into the past for time travel trivia? Okay, fellas. Well, we I, I decided not to do a um, playoff themed trivia this week, um, mainly because 
you know, Carmelo Anthony just announced that he's retiring. He's hanging him up after um, a long time in the league. Um, he's a 10-time NBA All-Star, um, four-time Olympian, including three gold me- gold medals. It's funny. I, I, To be honest, I remember earlier this year when I heard his name, um, I was like, I, I kind of forgot he was still in the league. I, did he <laughs> even play this year? I, I he didn't play this year. Yeah, because he was on the Lakers. He right? was on the Lakers. I think yeah. he got – no, he got waived. Yeah, the, I think uh, off straight up, it's just right. like the kind of like – sad way to retire where no one actually wants you. Yeah. yeah. Some guys are like that. They're just going to play until the wheels like come off. The old, they they I mean, just want to play and play and play. And yeah, it's because like the whole old head Laker thing wasn't working last season. Yeah, exactly. So they just, and Carmelo, I think actually he, he was, he was actually not even bad like last season. Yeah, I mean, he's, he was like, all right, he averaged like 11 yeah, points. He might, yeah, he might have worked on a team, I think. But whatever. Yeah, he, it's one of those wanted, things where, like, yeah, he just, he's had enough and I don't, I don't blame him. But, um, so, Here's a question. I'll start with you, Spencey. So among active players, um, so we're counting him as an active player. So among active players, while he was playing in the league, while he was still an NBA player, he was the second in highest career points after LeBron among active players. So the guys that were still in the league, LeBron is number one because he's number one of all time, Mm -hmm. still playing. And um, Carmelo was number two with 28,289 career points. So where does that place him on the all-time list? Um, I think that's about sixteenth hmm, on the all-time scoring list. Yeah, I th- I thought he was higher. Sixteenth. Well, well, that he just guessed sixteenth, and I get and he was yeah. wrong. So you think he's higher? Okay, How I think much he's higher? like ninth. That is what really. <laughs> yeah, he's ninth. He's ninth, and uh, he is just behind uh, Shaquille O'Neal, who's in eighth, and he is just ahead of Moses Malone in tenth. So Carmelo Anthony, ninth score in NBA history, which is pretty, uh, pretty remarkable. Um, You know, he was he was actually uh, drafted by the Nuggets. and uh, played for the Nuggets for a long time, also played for the Knicks. And that was kind of like the last time the Knicks were good was when he was on that team. Um, But anyway, he was also, there's another, there's a bonus question. So he was drafted in 2003, which was a pretty amazing draft class. So Ken, so we know that Carmelo was drafted that year. Do you know which place he went in the the top five, Marky? I believe he was... Was he one? No, it was Dwight Howard. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Oh. Who is the most, like, oh, <laughs> uh, somebody else that you guys know yeah. and love and is, I, we've already talked about in this trivia segment, is, in fact, went number one that year. So where did Carmelo Anthony go in the, in the draft class oh, of 2003? I think he went second. He, 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 I'm, I, was, it was, I was either going to guess one or three. Okay, the answer is three. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, who went number one that year? But Dwight, I, thought I was like, wait, was he in the same draft class as Dwight Howard? Uh, I thought I knew Dwight I th- Howard. One. It's not. Oh yeah, what is it? I think you should Le- just guess. Oh, LeBron. It's LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought LeBron was two thousand two. I knew. I knew yeah. two, well, if he was two thousand two, he would have been in the league at the same time as MJ. Right. So that year, yeah. it was. LeBron James yeah, was not. A, I can, this is like yeah. the crazy, maybe the, among the craziest draft classes of all time. Yeah. So LeBron went number one to the Cavs. Carmelo Anthony went to the Nuggets at number three. The hardest one to guess is who went number two. I don't know that you guys know this guy. Barnyani? No. No, he went one. Yeah. So the <laughs> yeah. Raptors, what a buzzed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Or I say Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was drafted in 2009. Yeah. Okay, so in number two, the number two spot is Darko Malicic. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Went to the Pistons. Um, so Carmelo Anthony in third. And here's a hint. Number four and five were both at one point in their career teammates with LeBron James. Dwayne Chris Bosch. Sorry, you said Chris Bosch? I was going to say Dwayne Wade. I don't think that's right. Number four. Well, you said Dwayne Wade. Oh, it is. Right. Yeah. He went fifth. Yeah. 
Oh, I thought so. The, 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 that, the 2003 class. draft class was LeBron James, number one to the Cavs, Darko Malicic to the Pistons, number two, Carmelo Anthony to the Nuggets, number three, Chris Bosch to the Raps, number four, and Dwayne Wade, number five. Yeah, to the heat. yeah, it was like one of the greatest. Draft yeah, so those time. three went on one with the, with the Heat, you know, so yeah. it's pretty weird for. For a team to end up with like three guys that all went the same year, uh, mm-hmm. top five, um, and then you know they they won those championships. Yeah, and, and there was like tons of other players I think that were drafted in that class in two thousand three. Yeah, there's there's it's a pretty crazy year for for the draft. But even like Carmelo, I didn't realize that Carmelo was dra- drafted the same year as LeBron. Like I, yeah, I in my I, mind he's I like should have known that because I can in my mind he's older. Well, he is older because they were friends. They were because LeBron they were like was like 18 high school when he came rivals. Into the, into the Carmelo, Carmelo and uh, LeBron were like high school right. rivals, and I can remember there's a video of them both at the draft, like yeah, talking I mean, to each other. Obviously, Carmelo is going to be. I think he's well. He's a Hall of Famer for sure. He's ten time All Star and like ninth all time on <laughs> scoring yeah. list and all that. Um, but yeah, it's pretty uh, end of an era. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy that it's crazy like a guy like that where it's like basically you're forced out of the league for being like too old. Whereas like LeBron yeah. James is still leading a team and still putting up. Granted, he's had some you know crappy games, but let's be honest, like that late season stretch where he was keeping mm-hmm. the team alive and he just like raised his game like the second half of the season and th- the fact that he's leading this team you know they make some trades and he's leading this team to the third round of the playoffs even if they get swept i mean incredible just adds to the Le- lebron legacy i mean i, I mean I'm, i enjoy it i'm enjoying yeah. watching him and and the lakers play but I'm also enjoying watching Jamal Murray and uh, and, and Jokic, mm-hmm. you know, put on a, a clinic and look amazing. And it's, it's been a really exciting basketball, much more so. I mean, the first game in Miami-Boston, like, I think everybody's kind of disappointed in the series at this point. It's like Boston just looks like... I'm, I'm happy. You know, yeah. I I'm, mean, I can honestly say that Jimmy Butler and I'll say Bam, too. Mm-hmm. Bam, I, like, I, I, I just wasn't familiar enough with him, but some of the stuff that he's been doing... You know, game two, 22 points, 17 rebounds, nine assists. Like, he is he is coming to play. Like, that guy yeah. is, like, awesome to watch. Um, and some, yeah. like, highlight reel plays. And, like, obviously, I think he and Butler, they understand they're, they're the two the two best players, and they just come out and play. It's great. You know, it's a great, fun thing to watch. Anyways, fellas, by this time next week... Um, We'll be talking about the finals. I don't think it's a big mystery who's going to be in it, but maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe one of these teams is going to turn it all around and make history as the first team to come back from an 0-3 deficit. What do you think of the chances of that happening, Marky? Um, if you're going to give it a percentage. 0.8%. <laughs> Here's the thing. If the Celtics fully turn around their attitudes and fully get back to where they were in the regular yeah, season, maybe. they probably have the greatest chance of, of all time in right. terms of, like, talent. Their apps almost there last year. So, right. just so you saying, think in terms of... In terms of capacity to win four games in a row based on talent, yeah, I'd the Celtics probably yeah. have the best chance. So you put it at more than 0.8%? If like I'll put it at, like, 5%. Whoa. Okay. Five percent. So you're saying that's the possibility of five like, every times out of a hundred. That's what's the outcome. I don't think that's that ridiculous. That's pretty ridiculous. It's there's well, it's the, already it's zero it's, and one hundred and forty nine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Right, right now, it's like yeah, exactly. It's there's less, no way. It's less than a percent if you based on yeah. on history. Yeah. I know, but like, like I'm like, just yeah, saying zero point five percent. If they could, type. if they were playing like the Celtics and not like whatever's going on, sure. I would agree with what you, your original statement that of uh, uh, this situation happening, they have the best chance just because of the on yes. paper on differential paper. Yes. between the teams. Yes. They should be able to do it. Although I will say the heat, like the management knows something we don't because they've gotten so much value out of these undrafted guys. Yeah. And I think this is a trend. Like I feel like the NBA draft is very much, I mean, not completely, is very much geared toward the NCAA. Now, obviously, we got, you know, Wemby yeah. coming in I mean, and all good. that. And there's a reason for that. But we see these guys, and like, you know, with the G League and and, and guys, there's value out there. There are yeah. good players yeah. out there. And if you have a longer vision and if you're going to let them develop, then, you know, 
you know, yeah. things can change. And well, I think the, the heat are proof of that. Well, G League is, a, is like the best thing to do because like, I, I think at this point, because like you're playing against former NBA players when you're in the G League. Yeah. I, well, yeah. G League yeah. is like, they're, they're developing yeah. it more. Somebody, more else, somebody was calling, um, um, calling for, uh, what do you call it? Like a, a minor league system for the, for the NBA, which would be, like it would be different. It would be more like a pro, not just a development league like the G League, but an actual like minor pro league. But I'm like, how many leagues do we need here? Like, you know? Well, they or they yeah. should just convert the G League into that. Well, because there's there's a G League team where you get paid the ignite. Well, there's multiple. You there's get multiple. Te- you get paid on all of them. Well, yeah, but I think there's paid, one where you get the like ignite you, is the, different. It's not associated with the team. It's kind of already a minor league. Like, what are people? Well, there's thirty. Well, right. There's yeah. like a few, like twenty-eight year olds in the G League. Yeah. Like, I suppose. Like, yeah. is it to give teams more of a? I guess it's. I guess it's. It's. We have two-way be, players too. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like to make it more analogous development-wise. I don't know enough about how the yeah. minor leagues work in baseball compared to what the G League actually is. Yeah. I mean, I frankly, don't care. I feel like. <laughs> um. I just heard it. I can't remember who said it. It was one of the one of the big, you know, commentators, pundits, whoever. I don't know yeah. if it, who it was. I can't even remember at this point. I don't think it really matters. But, um, anyways, fellas, um, actually been a pretty long episode compared to last week. There's a lot to talk about, and I think, you know, this hugely unpredictable season continues with the playoffs. No one would have. I don't think hardly anyone would have predicted these finals, like just these teams in the finals. Mm-hmm let alone how they would go once they got there. Maybe the West, Denver, I think, Lakers. I think I okay. said but maybe Nuggets. Miami, Boston for the final, and my, Miami to be up by three. No one predicted that. So yep. it's been pretty pretty incredible and a fun ride, and uh, we're almost at the end. So um, until next week, listeners, see you later. See ya. See ya. I got nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs>